This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. Do you have a reaction to the Alabama Supreme Court ruling on the fact that embryos are children? Yeah, I was all for it. We need to have more kids. We need to have an opportunity to do that. And this, I thought this was the right thing to do. But, but IVF is used to have more children. And right now, IVF services are paused at some of the clinics in Alabama. Aren't you concerned that this could impact people who are trying to have kids? Well, that's for that's for another conversation. People need to have that. We need more kids. We need the people to, to have the opportunity to have kids. Senator, what do you say to the women right now in Alabama who no longer have access to IVF, who will not as a result of this well, that's a hard one. It really is. It's really hard. Because, uh, again, you want people to have that opportunity. And, and that's what I was telling her. We need more kids. So, Dr. Amanda Weinstein, it is great to have you back on Against All Enemies. I don't know about you, but I was really hoping that the next question that that reporter asked Senator Tommy Tuberville was, do you have any idea what IVF is? Because I think that is is part of the problem when it comes to these extremists forcing their religious views on everyone else. It's so often men who have no idea what they're talking about. A hundred percent. I was thought the same thing when I was watching this. I said, oh, he has no idea what IVF is, right? I get it. There's a lot of acronyms. Acronyms are hard. We have IVF. We have IUDs. Like there's some acronyms out there, but most women know what those acronyms mean. And even if you know what the acronyms mean, they know what they are. He clearly has no idea what IVF is or that IVF is used to help people who are struggling to have a baby, to have a baby. He thought it was some type of, I think, IUD or some type of way to abort babies, which it is not, right? So he clearly is just coming at this point of like, complete misinformation, just doesn't know. And this is what happens. Like we hear this kind of almost a trope now, representation matters. But when you don't have women in office to say, this is what IVF is. This is how it helps family have babies. We get legislation based on people who have no idea what they're talking about. And as you mentioned, it tends to be pretty common with men. We have legislators across the country who think they're experts for the most outlandish reasons. You have legislators claiming to be experts in women's reproduction uh, because they're a veterinarian, like Rep. Joel Kitchen in Wisconsin said, or because they have cows, like an Iowa Rep. Jack Nelson said. And you just get outlandish legislation in Ohio. We actually had legislation mandating that doctors reimplant ectopic pregnancies or face murder charges. This is by John Becker, because he had no idea that that's not possible. Amanda, what is so extra frustrating about this is that this decision happened in Senator Tommy Tuberville's state. The Alabama Supreme Court issued this ruling, again, by a, by a man who probably has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, and the senator didn't even bother or the senator's staff didn't even bother to educate him on the the mechanics of 
of not just this ruling, but the science behind it. And more importantly, the incredibly detrimental impact it's going to have on women and families across the state. This is devastating for a lot of families. You can go out there and there are already videos of families who have spent $50,000 or more on IVF to try and have a child to grow their family. And it has halted that for many families. It is devastating. And I get that it's upset when embryos are accidentally destroyed. And I think those families should be compensated, but they should not be compensated with redefining our laws in this country and ultimately doing something that's going to ban the very procedure that they were trying to use. And you just have, I will say, I love all the memes that I see out now. There are some great memes out there, people riding in the HLV lane, uh, you know, because they have eggs in the front seat. My favorite is all the ingredients to cake saying in Alabama, this is cake. But right, I think a lot of women know, right, cake ain't cake until it's baked, right? It just <laughs> isn't. And this ruling is just ridiculous when it comes to real life. It might make sense on the extremist end for some religious people, but the problem is our constitution doesn't say that we should be living by someone else's religion. We should be living by our own religion. And in reality, that just doesn't make sense. Republicans have been in a panic since this ruling, including the former president himself saying that uh, there's, there's no way that this will be a, a national thing. But I want to roll this clip that puts the lie to, to that claim. And, you know, Michelle, there, let, let me just give you a few examples here. These are, these are recently backed bills that make the same argument as Alabama's. 125 House Republicans, including mm -hmm. Speaker Mike Johnson, they've co-sponsored sponsored something called the Life at Conception Act, which states that the term human being includes all stages of life, including the moment of fertilization, cloning, or other moment at which an individual member of the human species comes into being. It does not include an exception for IVF. The chair of the NRSC, Stephen, Senator Stephen Daines of Montana, co-sponsored a bill in 2021 that claimed that homo sapiens born and unborn are entitled to the full protections of the 14th amendment um they, they all they're for it they want right. to make it illegal everywhere so amanda i think we both know that all of the protestations coming from the right about the supposed extremism of this alabama court decision are just projecting they're going for the same thing on a national scale and uh, and they're trying to put up this smokescreen. I mean, they're the party who loves to talk about the unintended consequences of government legislation. But it seems to me that they are the ones most likely to be pushing for legislation where they do not understand the unintended consequences. They do not understand that defining life at conception has a lot of legal ramifications. It will completely ban things like IVF, like we saw in Alabama. There's also a lot of legal issues here with what do we do with, uh, can we claim a dependent as soon as we get pregnant? It seems like you can under that rule. Uh, if you have a miscarriage, right? Could we claim that in a life insurance policy? It seems like you could under that rule. They don't understand all of the legal consequences, the unintended consequences that happen from government legislation, from people who do not really understand this in real life. Well, some of them do understand the politics. 
And you are seeing that in the the panic we're witnessing from the right. But I'm torn between uh, being critical of, of the cynicism of those who are solely concerned about the politics and the zealotry of the others who don't care. I mean, I am convinced that that folks like this Alabama justice couldn't care less about the politics. They feel they are doing God's work in in saving embryos. And I'm not sure which which is more dangerous. It's absolutely dangerous. If you read the ruling and what happened, they are ruling on a very narrow view of one particular religion. And that is a terribly unconstitutional precedent precedent to take for any Supreme Court, Alabama or otherwise. This is not how laws are made. It is not based on the history of the country. It is not based on the Constitution to make laws based on someone's religion. It's a dangerous precedent to set. Hi, everyone. I want to give a big shout out to all those who have signed up to support this show through my Patreon page. We are off to a fantastic start. Thank you for making it possible. And if you haven't subscribed, I hope you'll consider it. In the coming months, I'll be posting early and exclusive content, including a trailer for the Against All Enemies documentary film, which has been racking up awards at film festivals around the world and will soon be released here in the U.S. Stand by for more details on that. And if you're a subscriber to my Patreon page, be on the lookout for an early preview. Thanks again, everyone. Folks on the left, progressives, legal scholars especially, and activists have been warning for years that this was coming. And the response from the right has been, you know, calm down. There's no way that Republicans are going to do these kinds of things that you're scaremongering about. Here's a clip of Lindsey Graham saying just that, that they're never going to come after IVF and those things. The last thing we'll do is shut down a fertility clinic to have a child that you desperately want. And the last thing we'll ever do is try to outlaw birth control. So when Hillary Clinton talks about that, that tells me they've run out of things to say about their own agenda. It's BS and it's not going to work. Amanda, how do we get the word out that when Republicans say they're going to moderate on issues of reproductive rights or frankly anything, that they're lying. Oh, we've heard it all, right? We've heard that they're not gonna come after IVF. We see that's completely untrue. IVF is no longer available for many families in Alabama. We've heard they're not gonna come after birth control. J.D. Vance said that recently. He knows of no Republicans coming after birth control. Meanwhile, there's a list of people coming after birth control. The Heritage Foundation said, yes, we're coming after birth control. We need to look at their actions. Part of the politics we get into is by listening to so many bogus talking points while ignoring what they're actually doing. We need to talk about what they're doing and tell people this is what they're doing and this is the real consequence it is having on families right now. Absolutely. That's why we're having this conversation. Uh, can you tell us what's coming up on the Suburban Women Problem podcast? Yeah, so we got to talk with White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Awesome. She was fantastic. Such a great conversation. The wealth of knowledge she had, she can spout off 15 different things the Biden administration has done for real families within minutes. It is, But these are often the conversations we don't have, right? We talk about all of the crazy things that, you know, 
previous presidents are currently saying or people running for office are currently saying. Meanwhile, what we're ignoring are the real things that this administration has done for families. And so it was really it was really great to hear that from her. Awesome. We'll put a link in the show notes. Great, as always, having you, Dr. Amanda Weinstein. Thanks, Ken. Good to talk. <laughs> 